0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman and My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now Masachat Shabbat of Nunchet Amud Aleph. In the middle of our discussion about the slave wearing the, uh, seal out on Shabbat. So in the previous Sugya, we saw Shmuel quoted who ruled that an evid could wear one that's around his neck, but not one on his garment. We have a bright that says exactly the same thing. Or a meter would be challenged that? Let's say can't wear either. And neither one of these seals is a kli, is Makabal tumah. He can't wear a bell around his neck. While he can wear a bell that's on his garment. Both bells are makabel tumah. The beima cannot wear either seal around its neck or on its garment, like on a saddle cloth, nor a bell on either. But there was no makabel None of them are makabel tumah. So the one difference here is the bell, as far as the uh, animal goes, not makabel tumah, and uh, that the uh, eved may wear uh, the uh, the bell uh, on his uh, garment. Uh, on Shabbat, and the animal can't. So, why can't Shmuel make the same distinction he just made? Which is to say, if the master made it, then the Eved may wear the Chotam, because he's going to be afraid to carry it around. And if he made it himself, then, uh, then he may not. So the answer is, oh, all cases are where the master made it. If the seal is made of metal, then he can't carry it because his master is going to be makpid. If it's made of some sort of muddy thing, uh, then he's not going to be Makpeed if it falls off. If the master is makpid, that he shouldn't lose it, then he can't wear it. If he's not makpid, then he can wear it. It, makes sense. it seems that, that it has to be talking about a metal thing that he can't wear. Because it says, neither one of these is Mechabal Tumah. What's implied? If we're talking about metal, it's because this is a seal, it's not Mechabal Tumah. But if it was a regular cleave of the same material, Mechabal Tumah, then it is. But if you think the seal we're talking about is like a made out of mud, something else made of the same material would be Mechabal Tumah, then you have to tell me, but this one's not stoneware and dungware and earthenware are not mekabel tuma, not at all Even so therefore that bright uh, that we use to challenge Shmuel must be talking about a metal one and that's why you can't wear it because the master's mock and Shmuel is talking about made a simple one and therefore you can wear it now I'm a marvel I I would say so in that bright that we said, you cannot wear, the, e- Eved cannot wear a belt around his neck, but he can wear one on his garment. So, Zug Shavitzav Ramallah, If it's around his neck, why can't he wear it? Because it may fall off and he'll carry it. Zug Shavitzvateletuye, why don't you say the same thing about a Zug that's stitched into his clothes and may come out? We're talking about where he really stitched it in well. We saw this already in the previous podcast. And some of the things woven into your garments, you can wear it, if the only concern were that you would take it off and carry it, you won't take it off because it's woven in. Alright, so we said that none of these things are makabal tumah if they belong to the animal. Is it really true that an animal bell is not makabal tumah? as a clea or minu zug shal beimah We said that a, a, a bell that's on an animal is tame, Minu is makabel tumah. dela to hurrah. If it's one that belongs to a door, then it's not makabel tumah. Veshal Let's say you had a doorbell and you changed it to put it to make it an animal bell tameah. Then it becomes tame because you used it for an animal. Shal beimah And then we come into our favor our, our familiar kolin kalim. If you had one that was made for an animal and then you changed it, make it for a delet, even if though, though you put it into the door and you nailed it in, tame, it's still tamay, why? All kilim can enter the world of Tuma even with just your intent, like taking it off the door and putting it on the animal. <coughs> but they cannot leave the world of Tuma unless you actually change them. Nailing it in doesn't change it. It just puts it somewhere else. And it actually change the bell. So the answer is loka. Shehadi lehin baal had a late baal. When is it makabal tuma? If it has a clapper. If it doesn't have a clapper, it's not makabal tumah. So manav shach. Then let's look at this. Manahu, If it's a klee, alfa leit lehin baal, even if it doesn't have a clapper, still a klee. manahu, If it's not a klee, then in baal mashvih Does a clapper make it a klee? The answer is it does. Something that makes a klima techet make sound is tamei. Shenemar in the pasuk about klaimidyan says called davar asher yovvaish tavi yovvaish, meaning afilu dibur, meaning even something that just makes sounds yavovvaish. You have to mitire it. Okay. Now mayu kemitavu lelainbal. So you're telling me that when you can't carry it, that's when there is no. Uh, uh sorry. We, it's not makabel tumah is when there is no inbal. So emet Think about the next line, the, the previous line in the brayta. The eved could wear a bell around his garment, but not around his neck. Because they a makabel tumah. They are tuma. And you said that that whole brighta is talking about bells that have no clappers. How could it be makabel if it's not if it doesn't uh, Uh, have a clapper. Or me to watch this challenge. These are bells that are used for different things, like around a baby's bed, or um, around little kids' garments. You have little bells on them to hear them. With a clapper, they're tame. Without a clapper, they're not tameh. But if the clapper is taken out, they're still tame. So honey, the answer is honey When do we say that uh, that having the clapper in is important? That's for a little kid that, that for the that it's all made there so we can find the kid or notice when he's coming. Avagadol For an adult, it's considered to be a garment, an adornment like a jewelry. we if, if there is no clapper. It's not about the sound. It's about the look, and therefore um, he it would be makabal tumah. Okay, Amar Mar. a That's for a person, not an animal. Now, in the previous statement, we said that even if the clappers got got uh, fell out, that the these bells are now are still tame. Meaning they haven't lost their tuma. So, the what are they fit for? Rabaye has a simple rule, which is anything that's connected that makes a tame. It gets disconnected, but any person could easily put it back. It doesn't take an expert. It's considered like it's still connected. So, Meitiv Ravrava challenges an Azugwein bal Chibur, which means the bell and the clapper are considered a Chibur, and therefore if they come across, uh, come apart, that's considered broken. And by the way, Chibur means both for Tuman for Hazaa, meaning if one bit of the bell got Tameh, the whole bell, including the clapper, Tameh, and if you did Hazaa, and only one part like the clapper, the whole thing is now considered Muzeh. You think maybe that statement that Rav quoted means, even if they're not connected, it's like they're connected? We had just this in the previous parak. If you have a a, uh, a scissors made of parts, or the pla- the blade of the planer, they're considered connected for Tuma, which means if one part gets Tameh, the rest is Tameh, but not for haza. We commented, "If it's considered a chibur, it should be chibur for Hazar and work. If it's not a chibur, it should not be chibur for tumah, and only the part you touch should become tamei." The Amar was Rabba's solution that we had. Rabba, "These things are considered chibur only when you're working with them." Shalomashatmelacha, when they're sitting in the drawer, when you're not working with them, ain't no chibor haza. They're not chibor at all for anything. Chibor is chibor kula ul achumra. Midoraita. The gazru al tumah, shalomashatmelacha, shalomashatmelacha, shivashatmelacha. And the rabboner made a that they're tame even when you're not work, they're, they're chibor for tumah, even when you're not working with them, as a precaution against tumah that'll happen when you are working with them. The al haza'ah, and haza'ah when you are working with them, that should not count for the whole thing, because of that. So that will not work. And the answer is, He says, Why is this cle still Raui? Not because it's considered a Chibur, but rather because it could, without the bell, it still has a value, which is you could hit the bell on top of some pottery and it still make sound. Notice, still make sound, which means the original Malachah. You could still take this bell and put some water in it and feed it to a kid. Which means Rabbi Yochanan says, as long as the Klee has any use, it's, maka- it's still Tameh, not the original use. Rabbi Yochanan does not demand that a Klee to maintain its Tuma must still be able to do something like its original Malacha. I might think this even applies if he took a basket and turned it around and sat on it. That it would be Tomei Moshev. That's where therefore it says that something he would sit on. It has to be something that is made for sitting. As opposed to this, where you say, let's pick it up and do its work. Its work is a basket to carry fruit. So it's not Makabatum as, as Moshav. Which means that Rabbi Yochanan, um, we'll see what Rabbi Yochanan's role in this, Rabbi Yochanan limits this exception to Midras, like Zav and Nida, etc he says, there it really has to be something fit for sitting. When it comes to mate, Meit, uh, the thing is Mekabal tuma, even if it's not doing its normal Lacha. even applies to Tzmei which means, Rabbi Yochanan says, it always has to be able to do its intended work to become Tamei, not be doing something else. All right? So now, Epoch Kamaita. The answer is, I'm going to flip the original report the one I had on top of the Amud, and it's Rabbi Yochanan who said you could still make noise with it, and Rabbi Yosem who said you could feed water. Why are you switching that report? Why don't you switch this report? Rabbi so, because we have a third uh, piece of information that says Rabbi Yochanan does demand that it be able to do its original Malacha or something like it. All right, at nine, we have the following Mishnah, a, an animal shoe that's metal is tame. Lamay chazi. What's it fit for? So, marav You could, if you're out at war, you could take this shoe, which is convex, you could put water in it and drink it. You could fill it with oil and rub it on yourself. If you're running away in war, you're running away from the front, you put it on your foot, even though it's not your shoe helps you run over thorns and, and sharp needles, or which means Rabbi Yochanan demands that this thing, to be Tame, has to be able to do a part of it, sort of like its original thing, which means work as a shoe, not as a glass. So my Ben Rav Norbechanina, where do Rav parenthetically disagree? If the thing is gross, then the fact that uh, you could put oil in it, you could still put oil in it, but you would not drink water from it. Ben Rabbi Yochanan, what about the last two? You give an IOD here. if it's very if it's very heavy. If it's very heavy, you could still use it for oil, but you couldn't use it to run away. Okay, we'll pick it up in the next podcast at the bottom of Amud Aleph here of uh, the discussion about Irshal Zahav, and we'll take it to the end of our analysis of the Mishnah and go through the last few items. We will go back to the Mishnah and see what those items are that uh, a woman is not allowed to wear Lachathila on Shabbat Mesh Rabim, and then we'll go to the Gemara and see what they are. Okay, in the meantime we should have a wonderful day.